Hey, it's Mastin. Welcome to the Mastin Kid Podcast. If you want to take your first step uh, on your trauma-informed journey, come to claimyourpowerbook.com and get my book, Claim Your Power. There are uh, a bunch of awesome free bonuses with that, including a 40-day coaching journey with me that will get you started on your trauma-informed path. Claimyourpowerbook.com. Enjoy. It's awesome. I put my heart and soul into it. And if you want to really start your journey to do your trauma work, claimyourpowerbook.com is the place to go to get my book, claim your power, and to get a bunch of free bonuses, including free coaching with me for 40 days. Please enjoy today's episode. So self-regulation helps you feel safe to heal. And most importantly, it helps you feel capable of creating a bigger and more uncertain future. The capability piece is so huge, especially if you have a trauma uh, background, okay? So the fastest way to move forward is self-regulation. And safe co-regulation, safe transformational co-regulation is what adds rocket fuel to self-regulation because the neuroscience says that we need to have high-quality co-regulation and that improves our self-regulation. Self-regulation does not mean by yourself regulation, okay? It means knowing how to manage yourself in a way that helps you move forward. And when you have that safe connection, that's that bottom most important piece, okay? That safe co-regulation is rocket fuel. And that's what makes it safe to move forward, okay? And understanding this is how our clients, it aids them in healing their chronic illnesses. It helps them create successful businesses to generate ten to $100,000 per month, okay? Um, some of our clients have gone from, you know, literally trauma and food stamps to $100,000 months, to fall madly in love again, to finally manifest what they deserve, okay? So maybe you've known what to do. Maybe you even know what your trauma is, but now you know why you've been stuck. Who follows? Does this make sense? Okay, so there is power in this approach, in this self-regulation approach, and it helps you make the leap from low-level and high-level coping to freedom beyond overwhelm because overwhelm is a sign that you're at capacity, Overwhelm is a sign that you're at capacity. So we want to grow your capacity. We want to help you recover. Okay. And this approach is a lifestyle. It's not a moment or a magic bullet. Okay. Now you've heard me make this analogy. I'm going to do it again, but play along. This is for all the new folks. Okay. Play along. Who here in the last, say, 12 months has taken a shower? Okay. Now let's just say you took a shower. Who here feels like it's like pretty possible that you took a shower a year ago today? Most likely. Okay. All right. So when people like do like a seminar and they're like, oh, I took the seminar, but like wore off. It's like, well, the, did the shower wear off that you took too? Right. It does. Right. Or you go to the gym one time. Okay. If you think about this approach, it's a, it's like the shower, right? We do it daily. Okay. And if you think about your self-regulation, if self-regulation and the work that you're putting in on this was like the gym, what would your results be in your life? Like how much time and energy and focus do you put on it? Right. If you went to the gym six times in a year, you're not going to, and you expect massive change. That's not a realistic expectation. We want consistency in this process. Who follows? Does this make sense? So just like showering, just like brushing your teeth, just like exercise and movement, self-regulation is a lifestyle. It is not a magic bullet moment. Okay. And you cannot do this alone. So let's just see here if we have anybody willing to do this. And then this will be in the chat or in the comments. Who here feels like it is time? If this is you, just say yes. Who here feels like it is time to come off of Overwhelm Island? I am done being overwhelmed. I'm done. I'm done trying to handle it all. I'm done trying to take it all on. I'm done trying to be the strong one. I'm done trying to be the one doing it all by myself. I'm done being the capable one, the one who figures everybody else out. 
right? I'm ready to figure myself out. I want to know myself the way I know my mom and dad, right? Think about that, right? Imagine that, okay? Love mom and dad, but I get you, okay? So I asked you to bring the things that you had given up on into this workshop. I want to ask you a question. How long have you been stuck waiting to create that life? How long? Drop it in the chat or in the comments. How long? Way too long. 20 years, 10 years, lifetimes, lifetimes, plural. Yeah. Decade, decade, decade. Yeah. Okay. Who here feels like it's time to get unstuck from this? So who here can see how being stuck in this and not knowing how to self-regulate is related? Like the fact that you avoid certain emotions, the fact that you shut down certain emotions or you won't express certain emotions, you can't be your authentic self is directly related to why you're stuck. Let me see if I show hands or just type yes, I can see. Okay. So all the work that you've been doing without that focus on self-regulation won't work to get you to the next level. The vision boards won't work without this work, no matter how smart you are. No matter how smart you are. I don't care how smart you are. That's metacognition. Good for you. You got great cognitive abilities, but your somatics and your affective skills suck, especially when things get hard. Okay. You have a mental six pack and an emotional keg. Okay. All right. Okay. Because self-regulation is what will help you get better results. Self-regulation is like miracle grow to help you support the biohacking, the manifesting, the therapy, the coaching, the self-help, the energy work, work-life balance, sustainable results. And this approach works for you if you have a nervous system. If you have a nervous system, this works for you. Okay. If you have a body, this works for you. If you have emotions that you know of or don't know of, it works for you. If you're an entrepreneur, a coach, a therapist, a parent, a high performer, if you want to lose weight, be healthier, have better relationships, whatever your goals are, it'll help you get there. Okay. Let's get into some coaching. Feel free to raise your hand and we will we'll start to coach. And Jenna, I know you're here and you are co-host, so please feel free to unmute and also. Okay, cool. So let's go to... Hi. Hey, how's it going? I'm okay. How are you? Not too bad. Good, good. Um, I think you actually called on me yesterday, but I'm pretty happy that oh, I had yeah. difficulties That's because right. I really didn't even know what I was going to say. I've, uh, um, I'm at a point where I'm just, my soul is tired. I'm just tired all the time. And I think where my biggest struggle currently is with um, romantic relationships, but also with my family. I kind of had uh, a bad time last year, as did most people, but um, it involved a romantic relationship. But I did go to therapy and I did do a bunch of things and discovered a bunch of stuff about my childhood that I didn't know. And that, yeah, that really was uh, brought me to my lowest point. I'm a lot better now, but um, it's moving past that. It's moving forward. It's, it's, knowing how to show up and, and authentically expressing myself. I feel like I'm at a point where I want to stick up for myself and I want to connect with people, but it doesn't come out right. And I think that's where my struggle is. I can get passive aggressive. I can get, it doesn't, it doesn't work out for me because I don't, I don't, it doesn't come out right for who? I feel like it doesn't come out right for me. Why do you feel that way? Because the response I get is... Ah, so for the people that respond the way that they do. I suppose. But at the same time, Ah. I can see why they would respond that way. Oh, you can. You're so good at seeing why they would respond (laughs) that way. But why are they so good at seeing why you would respond that way? 
that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, the thing is, like, when you have really good self-regulation, somebody can be flipping their lid and it doesn't bother you. Or if it does, it's way less. It doesn't take you out. Right? Yeah. So, like, if someone's passive-aggressive, right, and you're in a regulated state, you're going to say something like, wow, you having a hard day? Yeah. Versus That's like, true. oh my God, you're too much. It's like what you're saying is, yeah, for you. So what we want is authentic self-expression is I'm going to be passive aggressive sometimes. Okay. Yeah. And if I'm passive aggressive, then I'm going to set the people up in my life to know that when I'm passive aggressive, that means X, Y, and Z. Not, I have to be performative so that people accept me. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes a ton of sense. So that's why I said, for who? (laughs) Yeah, that's a million percent right. What are you noticing in your body right now? Mm, Well, I have tears. I have tears right now. So that's a somatic response? Yes. And I think it's because um, when I'm talking to you, I feel understood. (laughs) That's that base, safe transformation and co-regulation. Yeah. Yeah. Without that, nothing else is possible. That you just made a shiny example of how that works. <laughs> and I think you're amazing and I love you. And uh, yeah, I, I, I have you. a lot of fear about all of this stuff. Like I have your book, Austin, and I haven't read it yet because I'm terrified. So well, yeah. Sometimes talking to the author is better than reading the book, you know? <laughs> I would say so. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Thank you. So, like, I guess that's what I'm trying to help you understand is that, like, when when you when you inhibit or hold back your emotions, right? You don't assert yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't express your joy. Okay. No. Yeah. Um, that creates a negative self image. hundred percent. Right. You have a negative self identity. Right. Yeah. Um. And that creates an anticipation that that because I have this negative self-identity that, that I'm a type of person that this type of stuff happens to. I'm bad. I have to change who I am. Yeah. Right. That's, that's what shame is. Yeah. Versus yeah. like, versus like, you know what? Look at you trying so hard. Like how much yeah. effort you're putting in. Look how triggered you are. That's okay too. Yeah, I mean, that kind of explains the exhaustion. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to hold it together for everybody else. You're trying to be that safe co-regulation for them, but you're like, well, what about me? Yeah. Well, when I exist, things don't go so well, so I'll just keep disappearing. Yeah. There is no right way to show up. There's only just showing up the way you are. That's the right way. Yeah, I I like that. <laughs> I like that. Thank and you. then you start to realize I have tears. What are you feeling yeah. right now? Um, embarrassed. So when um, you, how do you feel about being embarrassed? That I shouldn't feel embarrassed. So you it's, feel I, bad. Yeah, feel. So you, so your meta affective awareness gets shut off because you dissociate <laughs> from feeling embarrassed because yeah. it's vulnerable. Yeah. So there's there, there's very low emotional awareness in this state when it's about you, but very high emotional attunement when it's about somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. 
Emotions are just these phenomena that are happening in our body. Just yes. a feeling. It's just a feeling. It's just, just a, a feeling. Just, literally, just literally, just a feeling. Now, the feelings are intense, right? But it's yeah. like it's not like it's like when you feel like someone has a gun to your head. That's different than someone actually having a gun to your head. Does yeah. that make sense? And that's yeah. a very extreme example. No, but like, but, but but feelings are not facts. But it is a fact that you're feeling a certain thing. Right. But what you're feeling may or may not actually be true. And the worst part is when a feeling of like embarrassment or shame becomes predictive. That's when you get into stuck, stuck into a cycle where you just anticipate everybody missing you. Not like, oh my God, where'd you go? Like they're not, they don't see you. Yeah. 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 And anytime I do feel seen, this happens every time. Well, guess what? You're a human. This is what happens when people feel seen when they don't feel seen before. Yeah. That makes sense. I do remind myself that I'm human on a daily basis. So what your problem is, is that you have been around people who don't have the capacity to see you probably, and you don't really quite yet know how to see yourself. Yeah. Unless it's how it, someone else wants you to be. Yeah, I would agree with that. So your emotions, your physical sensations, your thinking, your defenses haven't had a time or space to be able to be processed until just a little bit recently. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's been an intense year. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so what you're experiencing right now, right here, is a version of authentic self-expression. A little tiny brief moment of it. Yeah. What we want is for you to be able to feel safe to feel this way or excited or joyful or happy as a base normal in your life. That would be wonderful. <laughs> That's what self-regulation brings you. But it also changes your dynamics, your relationships. It, there can be big changes that happen because when you learn how to meet your needs, you learn the people who don't know how to do that real quick. Well, I've, I've started to kind of speak up for myself a little more in certain relationships. One of them ended, another one asked me why I changed and um, another one just kind of doesn't talk to me as much. So it's just mm-hmm. interesting. And of course I feel guilt about that, but I'm not asking for anything unreasonable. So but even you if you were, that. if you want it, it's not unreasonable to ask it. <laughs> That's a hard one to wrap my brain around. There's nothing you, what's, you're asking for it. You're not demanding it. Yeah. Now, it might be unreasonable to demand something. Yeah. You must go to Mars with me. Like, okay, that's a little, that's probably unreasonable, right? But like, I want you to. There's nothing wrong with expressing what you want. Yeah. I think my verbiage needs a little work. <laughs> But, but when you yeah. have that meta affect awareness, that meta somatic awareness, that metacognition, you know how you defend yourself, yeah, and you restructure those experiences. It comes out differently, also. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. Yeah. And like, there's no. And here's the thing: there's no way to get this wrong right now because you're at the level that you're at. So you're doing great for that level. <laughs> Thank you. Does that make sense? It does. It really does. Hey, it's Mastin. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. And before we wrap up, if you found value in this, one of the best ways to get this trauma-informed information 
to the world, if that's something that you want to do and to be a part of spreading the word, I would be so very grateful if you could leave a review on Apple or Spotify podcasts so that uh, you can review this and hopefully it's a good review, but please leave an honest review. And especially if you want to leave a five-star review, I would be super stoked on that. But of course, just make it honest. But my goal is to share more trauma-informed information with the world. And I need your help to spread this information and reviews matter. So if you feel called to do that, we'd very much appreciate it. If you got value from this episode and from this podcast, we'd very much appreciate it. And uh, thank you so much for hearing me out. And if you feel called, please leave a review on Apple or Spotify, and we'll see you in the next episode.